Welcome to Sattva Himalayan Wisdom. This episode, taken from a Sattva Connect live stream, explores the mind. For more live streams, knowledge, and integrated practices, visit www.sattvaconnect.com. Let's take a deep breath in wherever you are. Hold the breath, focus deeply inwardly. And slowly exhale. And inhale again deeply. Hold the breath, focus deeply inwardly. And slowly exhale. And inhale again deeply. Hold the breath, focus inwardly. And slowly exhale. And allow yourself to experience the natural presence. And as you listen to the sound of my voice, and also the background noise of all the creatures around this area, since we have decided to keep all the windows open. <laughs> it's just great, the cows and the little dogs and the crickets, it's all part of the theater that this world is. Don't resist any sound and just relax into presence. And don't try to attach too much to every structure of sound that this body makes. Just be aware in a relaxed manner. Wherever you are in the world, here you are in the world. So one of the questions that came today was about the mind, asking about the mind. And what I feel in this moment most relevant to share as we all gather on this planet in different locations of here is that by the very fact that uh, we all gather here, whether you are listening to the sound of this localized value of universality, live or you're using the technology to listen to it later in time, which is always now. That we are all interested in evolution. We are all interested in uh, living in a more wholesome manner. We are all interested in 
evolution. We are all interested in the teachings and what the benefits the teachings have to offer. So the mind plays a huge role and one of the most important things for us sincere practitioners, mature people, is really to be aware that you're not the mind. You are subtler than the mind and the mind is structured within you. But it is one of the most precious structures that you have. And it is crucial that you guard the mind with great, great awareness. All who are interested in the teachings, who are interested in living wholly, who are interested in and remember and pay attention that I'm saying interest, interest, interest over and over again because this is really based upon each and everyone's own free will and volition. For those who are truly interested in getting, gaining wholeness, we must realize the fundamental importance of mastery over the mind. And as you start to work with yourself and gain a certain value of refinement, you must become very vigilant to what is being planted within the mind. For it is the mind where all anxiety, all fear, all troubles of life find their root. All troubles of life are rooted within the field of the mind. What use are the teachings, what use is all the training if we cannot guard the mind? All teachings, trainings, all aspiration to discover your own whole nature will come to nothing if we do not apply with great alertness the practice of being at God with what we plant in the mind. For mind within this localized system is a phenomenally fertile place. Whatever is planted in the mind comes to fruit. And remember, the world is coming for your mind, whether it is the marketing machine, or the discontent 
souls who are stuck in an extremely discontent vibration within themselves and projecting their discontent onto the world or the propaganda or distinct ideologies, they're all coming for your mind. For whoever can capture your mind and plant their thought ideas into it will begin to have control over your life. Please understand this in a very clear manner. The fundamental importance of you being vigilant of what you planned within the field of your mind, what you allow to be planted within the field of your mind, for the world is coming for it. Everything you see on the social media, to the news, to the movies, anything you interact with is coming for the mind. For whatever is planted in the mind bears fruit. And as is this famous saying which goes or travel, has traveled across this tiny blue dot we call our home, the earth, that what you sow, you shall reap. What you sow, you shall reap. Whatever is being sowed within the field of the mind, remember, you will reap that. So at any given moment, we must be vigilant of what seeds are we planting within the field of the mind. What are we tending to? And be aware, as this metaphor being shared is shared in one of the great scriptures of our tradition, the Chandogya Upanishad, that the, the seeds of wisdom are compared to the seeds of the banyan tree, you see. And the banyan tree takes a longer time to grow and to gain a certain level of presence while the weeds grow very, 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 very quickly when compared to the time taken by the banyan tree. Understand this without doubt that the negativity, negative thoughts, negative emotion, self-destructive thinking which leads you to suffering and destroys the heaven that you exist in at all times for there is no other heaven outside of this location that is always here and now. All other locations far from here and now are mere fantasies created by a disconnected, disjointed mind. For all we are ever placed in is here. Everything else is a projection, a mere fantasy of a discontent presence. 
And so in the presence of this that is here and now, become aware intensely that when the seed of the weed is planted, it grows very, very quickly. It multiplies very quickly. And I'm very sure that each and every one of you who is listening to the sound of my voice right now, irrespective of which location of the here you are at, know this intimately. That one negative thought, one self-destructive thought, one thought which leads you to play the victim, where you feel, oh my God, I've been wronged, the world is against me. One thought which leads you to the positionality of fear multiplies immediately and it sticks to you like a bubble gum in your hair. While the seeds of wisdom that you plant take a while to grow, they grow slower. But the beauty of it is anything that is ultimately worth having takes time. Anything that is worth having in this life takes time. And as the rishis of our tradition have declared, the banyan tree is much more worth having than the weeds that grow much quicker. The banyan tree, on the other hand, takes time. And so whenever the world gets you, the discontent people, souls who are at war with themselves, at war with the world, who are deeply committed to organize their life around conflict. Unlike the people, the souls, who are so sensitive and who are doing their best to try and organize their life around wholeness, around love, you must be vigilant. That they are coming for your mind. And if you are not standing guard at the doorways of your mind, then the world will get you. And this phenomenal place this phenomenal dimension of reality will quickly turn into a battleground. I cannot stress enough how immensely important it is for you to be attentive to what is being planted, what you are watering through the power of your attention in the field of your mind. Remember, what you sow, you shall reap.
So I invite you to really come to this deepest resolution within yourself, this wow within yourself. that you will be your own ally, your own true, authentic friend. And the only way you can be your friend, your ally, is by, by being very vigilant of what you allow to be planted within the field of your mind. For all the pain, all the suffering, all the conflict, anxiety, angst, Victim identity has its root within the field of the mind. One must know this with certainty if one is truly interested in living wholly, completely. And as I said in the beginning, you are not the mind. You have a mind and you must train it. If you allow the world and the discontent, hungry souls who are disconnected to plant seeds within the field of your minds, those weeds will take over your being, your existence, and it will happen very, very quickly. So I invite you to really be aware of this, you see. Who are you allowing and what are you allowing to be planted within the field of your mind, including your past, including your conditioning, and also this so-called world which shows up on the outside of you. When the mind is being informed by Atman, by your soul nature, the quality of that mind in any given moment is pristine clarity, is pristine peacefulness. That mind is deeply connected to source intelligence. But whenever the mind is not being informed by the Atman, by your soul nature, you will find the involuntary activity of the mind dominant with negative emotions, negative patterns of thought, distracted, filled with craving or aversion, fear and desire, And that state of a weak mind is deeply susceptible 
to influences from the lower world. That mind is so weak that it can be easily influenced by any opinion passed by someone. It can easily be in influenced by a message, by an email, by a side glance, by a piece of news, by a piece of marketing, by a social media post, by a speech of a politician, by a fear propaganda, by an ideology which is fundamentally rooted in division and creating more separation within our within us and within human beings. There is no end to it, you see. And that is why in the Gita, Krishna repeatedly advises Arjuna in the biggest scripture in yoga, that be thou the master of your mind, Arjuna, not a master of a thousand armies. For only the one who has mastered the mind has mastered oneself. For it is within your mind are the seeds planted and it is these seeds which become the tree the trees that color and shade your whole journey. So as you listen to the sound of my voice, I invite you to become aware of this, not for me, but for yourself. Can you be your own true, honest friend? Can you let go of the attachment to planting the seeds of the weeds inside the field of your mind? For I will repeat again, you shall reap what you sow. And if you are your own ally, plant the seeds of the banyan tree. and then stay consistent. Keep watering it and give it time. For once it starts to sprout and gain its strength. It is here for lifetimes. Not just in this lifetime, but for subsequent lifetimes, it will give you shade and support your journey onwards.
the mind is your greatest ally or your greatest enemy. You choose. The so-called others can only affect you if you allow them the access to the field of your mind. They can only plant their thoughts as seeds within your mind if you allow them to. If you stay vigilant and you have enough heat in your system, then you can fry those seeds before they sprout. And you can maintain a mind which is pristine, like the blue sky, open to source intelligence, a mind informed by infinite intelligence of existence. Such a mind is the greatest ally. And if we are not vigilant, if we are not attentive, then this very mind which is potentially the greatest ally and such a magnificent tool within the field of relative reality becomes the greatest tormentor, the architect of misery. So the invitation becomes very clear. The, the choice is quite simple. Either master the mind or suffer. We can either be the architects of our own bliss or we can use the mind and make it the architect of our own suffering. Be vigilant. For all who are truly interested in the teachings, who are truly interested in being their own friend, were truly interested in evolution, in their own growth, and being a force of well-being, a force of love, a force of healing in the world. They must be vigilant and stand guard at the doorways of their mind.
for all practice would fail, all teachings will be limited if anyone can come and plant any seed within the field of your mind. You be vigilant who you allow the access to the immensely fertile field that is the mind. Plant only those seeds you would like to see as trees. Do not plant the weeds. See if you can become aware of this immense sense of relief, this immense sense of power, this immense sense of freedom that is accompanied by this realization that you have the ability to master what is being planted in your mind. That you are the master of the mind. You are not to be found within the mind, but rather you are the master of your own mind. Just become aware intensely of that possibility. And then realize that the world can come at you with whatever But you can never be vanquished. And remember, the seeds of the weeds are not just planted from the outside, but also from the inside of your own past, of your own repetitive patterns of thinking. As you cultivate greater awareness and you culture your mind through practice, 
Be aware, do not allow your own past, your own habits to be planted and fed energy and fuel so that they may gain more and more strength. Through the power of your own tapas, through the power of your own intention, your own aspiration and application, you can uproot all the weeds from the field. Weeds planted from your own habit energy from the past and weeds being planted by the hungry ghosts, the hungry discontent spirits within the world. You have the total freedom to free your mind of all negative imprints here and now. Clean, pristine, like the blue sky mind. Do not forget, you shall reap what you sow, what you sow you shall reap. This is about the mind, what you plant, what thoughts, what ideas, what stories you plant within the field of your mind you will have to consume the fruits of that same seed. So if you do not want to consume the poisonous fruit, burn the seed of such trees. Do not accept those ideas, those suggestions within the
field of your fertile mind. And as you plant the seeds of the banyan, of the mango, be patient. Remember, anything that is worth having takes time in the relative field of reality. But once they find a root in the field of your mind, these trees will not only support you and shade you and support your journey in this life, but beyond. Remember, the quality of the now is always a direct reflection of the quality of your mind. Let's take a deep breath in wherever you are in the valley of here.
listening to Sattva Himalayan Wisdom. Feel free to subscribe, like and share.